Libby, 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 and other assorted company, but mostly Libby. What's up? What's happening? I'm here on June 6th, 2022. I'm gonna read to you some more of this Game of Thrones book. Um, but before that, naturally, I'm gonna spiel about other things. Um, so what am I going to start spieling about? I don't think I ever told you this, but I also feel like it's been pretty recent. But if you recall Lib or someone else, anyone else who's been, I think, listening to me read the Harry Potter books, my coworker Scott, the annoying one, the doofus, the buffoon, the man child, if you do recall, um, he quit. So he's not on our team anymore and they did not replace him yet. And uh, basically nothing has changed. I mean, no offense, but nothing has changed. Um, everything feels exactly the same, except it's slightly easier to get along because I don't have to worry about <laughs> him slowing me down, I guess, frankly. I mean, I don't know, but whatever, that, <laughs> that happened. Um, what else is now? I don't know. Nothing much, I guess. Um, I don't know. Oh, gross. My birthday's coming up, so that's kind of gross. Like, you know, just... Ugh. I don't... I, I guess I don't know why I care about the number of my age. It just maybe is proof that it's like, time has occurred and I have done... And then when I reflect on that time, I'm like, hmm... What do I have to be proud of? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are things, but you know, I'm sure you know how it is. As you look 30 straight in the eye, just with Jared, you know, and I'm, I'm look, I'm peeping over your shoulder at it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, oh. I don't know. I feel like I have nothing to say. What did I? I I feel like should I take a second and think about it because there's gotta be something juicy to tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm coming up short with anything relevant or interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, actually, this is relevant and interesting. I suppose. Uh, last week I had because this always happens. So I I have a biweekly. So every other week meeting with Yu Yang, my men's whore. And last week, it happens every week that it's scheduled on Wednesday as a recurring event, but literally every Wednesday I have a meeting going on at the same time. So I don't know why I don't just move the recurring event, but anyway, every time it com comes up, I go ahead and reschedule that baby for Friday. And then every time when I reach Friday, I'm like, oh no, not a mentoring meeting. But that's not really, it's not anything about Yu Yang. It's just because like, I don't want... I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather like do work instead of like talk about concepts and like try to learn more concepts and I don't know. So anyway, um, we didn't really talk about that many mentoring things. We were kind of doing, oh, actually we did talk. So anyway, last week we talked about mentoring things, but mainly we were looking at his, his pro panel. So his, the, he's like already a, a level above me. So he's going for the next one and I'm going for the one that he's at right now. So anyway, um, we were looking at the problem that he was given ahead of time 
And then, and also during that meeting, I scheduled. I made the request. I opened the ticket. So then today, oh, my point is, today I get a meeting request about for to, for to do this <laughs> interview thing in order to get promoted. And there's like two parts of it. And so this is the first part. And it's just like about general like code, I guess. It's like C sharp and SQL and transactions and indexes and like just like concepts in general to programming. And then the next part of it is going to be basically a Squidward specific. And it's like about the framework that we use specifically and all the business. So it's scary and I'm scared. But it's going to be okay. I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. It's going to be fine. (laughs) And thank you for letting me talk through this with you. Okay. So I think that's, I don't know, that's about all that's happened since the last time I read. But I think we've got quite a a short one. A little short chapter. And this next chapter, I suppose be chapter two, is not numbered. It is, in fact, titled by the point of view person. <laughs> the narrator. I guess narrate. I don't know. It's not really a narrator because it's not like, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, oh, I guess I should, I should say this. This is a chapter from A Game of Thrones by George R.R. R. Martin. This is the first book in the series A Song of Ice and Fire. And this chapter is written from the point of view of Catelyn Stark. Now, it is written what I normally would look at and say, Caitlyn. It's C-A-T-E-L-Y-N. And so I would probably pronounce that Caitlyn. But since I've seen the show and they they say it fancy. <laughs> I don't know why it's fancy. But it's like, it feels fancy. Catelyn. So that's what I'm going to... This is what I'm going to go with for the purposes of reading loud to you. Uh, yeah. So this is page 18 of my book. And we're going to go through page 22. So it's really not that long, but there's a lot of words on the page. So Catelyn. Catelyn had never liked this god's wood. She had been born a Tully at River Run far to the south on the Red Fork of the Trident. The godswood there was a garden, bright and airy, where tall redwoods spread dappled shadows across tinkling streams, birds sang from hidden nests, and the air was spicy with the scent of flowers. Ooh, am I to imagine this is like California, then? If you've got redwoods, am I to imagine this is the same redwood we shot at Calabi? I don't know. But <laughs> is the air spicy with the scent of flowers during flower-growing seasons? Um, you'd have to tell me, I don't know. Anyway, the gods of Winterfell. That's a a lowercase g-o-d-s. The gods of Winterfell kept a different sort of wood. It was a dark, primal place. Three acres of old forest, untouched for 10,000 years, as the doomy castle... I'm sorry, why did I say doomy? It don't say that. It says gloomy... (laughs) as the gloomy castle rose around it. It smelled of moist earth and decay. No redwoods grew here. This was a wood of stubborn, sentinel trees, 
armored in gray-green needles, of mighty oaks, of ironwoods, as old as the realm itself. Here, thick black trunks crowded close together, while twisted branches wove a dense canopy overhead, and misshapen roots... Roots? <laughs> Every time I say the word! I have to say it both ways because I don't know. I still haven't made up my mind. Roots. Misshapen roots. Roots. Yeah, it feels good. I'm just going to go with that. Okay. Time out while I take a swig. The roots wrestled beneath the soil. This was a place of deep silence and brooding shadows, and the gods who lived here had no names. But she knew she would find her husband here tonight. Whenever he took a man's life, afterward, he would seek the quiet of the gods' wood. Catelyn had been anointed with seven with the with the seven oils, and named in the rainbow of light that filled the sept of River Run. She was of the faith, capital F faith, like her father and grandfather and his father before him. Her gods had names, and their faces were as <laughs> were as familiar as the faces of her parents. Worship was a septon with a censer. The smell of incense, a seven-sided crystal alive with light, voices raised in song. The Tullys kept a godswood, as all the great houses did, but it was only a place to walk or read or lie in the sun. Worship was for the sept. For her sake, Ned had built a small sept where she might sing to the seven faces of sing to the seven faces of God, but the blood of the first men, capital first men, still flowed in the veins of the Starks, and his own gods were the old ones, the nameless, faceless gods of the Greenwood they shared with the vanished children of the forest. At the center of the grove, an ancient werewood brooded over a small pool where the waters were black and cold. The heart tree, Ned called it. The weirwood's bark was white as bone, its leaves dark red, like a thousand blood-stained hands. A face had been carved in the trunk of the great tree, its features long and melancholy, the deep-cut eyes red with dried sap and strangely watchful. They were old, those eyes, older than Winterfell itself. They had seen Brandon the Builder set the first stone, if the tales were true. They had watched the castle's granite walls rise around them. It was said that the children of the forest had carved the faces in the tree during the dawn centuries, during the dawn, centuries before the coming of the first men across the narrow sea. In the south, the last weirwoods had been cut down or burned out a thousand years ago, except on the Isle of Faces, where the green men kept their silent watch. Up here, it was different. Here, every castle had its godswood, and every godswood had its heart tree, and every heart tree its face. Catelyn found her husband beneath the weirwood, seated on a moss-covered stone. The great sword ice was across his lap, and he was cleaning the blade in those waters black as night. A thousand years of hummus... <laughs> Wait, what? Who says hummus? <laughs> hummus? Hum, hummus? <laughs> I don't know. H-U-M-U-S. Okay. Oh, yes. This is what the Googling is for. I'm going to Google it. If I could open my web browser. Please, Google, help me. What? 
happening? Humus. Humus. I had to open a whole new instance. It was not going to open the tabs that I already opened. Humus. Incl oh. The organic compon component, <laughs> component of soil formed by the decomposition of leaves and other plant material by soil or microorganisms. It's the dark organic matter in soil. Okay, all right, sure. Humus, 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 humus. I think that's how you say it. I'm trying to read the phonetic thing, but I'm not, I've never been trained on how to read the thing, so I don't know. Okay, now I completely lost where I was. I'm so glad we covered that, though. The humus. Now that's the word I'm looking for on the page. Ying, ying, ying. A thousand years of humus lay thick upon the god's wood floor, swallowing the sound of her feet. But the red eyes of the weirwood seemed to follow her as she came. Ned, she called softly. He lifted his head to look at her. Catelyn, he said. His voice was distant and formal. Where are the children? He would always ask her that, in the kitchen, arguing about names for the wolf pups. She spread her cloak on the forest floor and sat beside the pool, her back to the weirwood. She could feel the eyes watching her, but she did her best to ignore them. Arya is already in love, in love and Sansa is charmed and gracious, but Rickon is not quite sure. Is he afraid? Ned asked. A little, she admitted. He is only three. Ned frowned. He must learn to face his fears. He will not be three forever, and winter is coming. <laughs> I, I love it. Winter's coming. Yes, Catelyn agreed. The words gave her a chill, and they always did. The stark words. Every noble house had its words. Family mottos, touchstones, prayers of sorts. They boasted of honor and glory, promised loyalty and truth. Swore, swore, swore faith and courage. All but the Starks. Winter is coming, said the Stark words. Not for the first time, she reflected, on what a strange people these northerners were. The man died well, I'll give him that, Ned said. He had a swatch of oiled leather in one hand. He ran it lightly up the greatsword as he spoke polishing the metal to a dark glow. I was glad for Bran's sake. You would have been proud of Bran. I am always proud of Bran, Catelyn replied, watching the sword as he stroked it. She could see the rippling deep within the steel, where the metal had been folded back on itself a hundred times in the forging. Hello? What is happening? Babies. Babies? Oh, baby pepper? Yeah, two of them growing in there. Dang. Pretty cool. I don't like it. Okay, bye. Alright, I'm gonna leave the door cracked because Scooty's in there. Okay. Um, where was I? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh no, where was I? Okay. She could see the rippling deep within the steel, where the metal had been folded back on itself a hundred times in the forging. Catelyn had no love for swords, but she could not deny that ice had its own beauty. It had been forged in Valyria before the doom had come to the old freehold, when the ironsmiths had worked their metal 
with spells as well as hammers. Four hundred years old it was, and as sharp as the day it was forged. The name it bore was older still, a legacy from the age of heroes. Scooty, what do you want? Okay, but you know how to open the door, so do it. What do you want? Okay, he's bugging me. I am sorry. But he's gonna bug me. That's his job, I guess, as resident cat. Um, he wants... He wants to leave, and I know he knows how to open the door. Oh my gosh. You can do it. Be gone! Okay. Actually, ooh, I messed up my microphone. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. All right, I think I'm ready to go, except now we've totally lost track of the story. So we're talking about Ice the Sword. Actually, it's a great sword. It's a giant sword. Um, blah, blah, blah. The name it bore was older still, a legacy from the Age of Heroes, when the Starks were kings in the north. He was the fourth. He, he was the fourth this year. He was the fourth this year. <laughs> Sorry, this is a work in progress. You know, reading is hard. Ned said grimly. <laughs> he didn't. Okay, you can tell what he reads and what he what he reads, what he says grimly, and what he doesn't. What I'm making up grimly, right? You can tell. I think. Okay. <laughs> he was the fourth this year. Ned said grimly. The poor man was half mad. Okay, <laughs> this is not the voice. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try and be serious, but I'm going to try to make it sound good too. But you know that's really hard for me, so I'm going to try. Okay. He was the fourth this year. Ned said grimly. Oh, it's so hard. The poor man was half mad. Something had put a fear in him so deep that my words could not reach him. He sighed. Ben writes that the strength of the night's watch is down below a thousand. It's not only desertions. They are losing men on rangings as well. Is it the wildlings? she asked. Who else? Ned lifted ice. Look down the cool steel length of it. it <laughs> and it will grow and it will only grow worse. The day may come when I will have no choice but to call the banners and ride north to deal with the king beyond the wall for good and all. Beyond the wall? The thought made Catelyn shudder. Ned saw the dread on her face. Mance Raider is nothing for us to fear. There are darker things beyond the wall. She glanced behind her at the heart tree. The pale bark and red eyes. Watching. Listening. Thinking its long, slow thoughts. <laughs> Don't think your long, slow thoughts at me. How dare you? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I know what that means because I feel like sometimes, sometimes people give me a look and I'm just like, stop. I can see your long, slow thoughts and I don't appreciate them. Anyway, his smile was gentle. You listen to too many of old Nan's stories. The others are as dead as the children of the forest, gone 8,000 years. Maester Lewin will tell you they never lived at all. No living man has ever seen one. Until this morning, no living man had ever seen a direwolf either, Catelyn reminded him. 
I ought to know better than to argue with the Tully, he said with a rueful smile. He slid ice back into its sheath. You did not come here to tell me crib tales. I know how little you like this place. What is it, my lady? Catelyn took her husband's hand. There was grievous news today, my lord. I did not wish to trouble you until you had cleansed yourself. There was no way to soften the blow. So she told him straight. I am so sorry, my love. John Aaron is dead. His eyes found hers, and she could see how hard it took him, as she had known it would. In his youth... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't... That word is so fun to say. Just say it with me. Youths! Youth! In my youth! In his youth! Ned had fostered at the Eyrie, and the childless Lord Aaron had become a second father to him and his fellow ward, Robert Baratheon. When the Mad King Ares the Second, oh, Ares II Targaryen, Ares the Second, you know what? I'm just gonna add some extra words because I don't know how to read this. But first, let me take a swig. Mmm, delicious. I'm drinking. In case you're curious, I'm not trying to sell anything but body armor light, which is low calorie, no sugar added. Peach mango, delish. Okay. Very flavorful. Okay, okay, okay. When the Mad King Ares the Second, Ares Tar, when the Mad King Ares Targaryen the Second, had demanded their heads, the Lord of the Eyrie had raised his moon and falcon banners in revolt, rather than give up those he had pledged to protect. And one day, sorry for the ruckus. Jared's making dinner. God bless him. And one day, fifteen years ago, this second father had become a brother as well, as he and Ned stood together in the sept at River Run to wed two sisters, the daughters of Lord Hoster Tully. John, he said, is this news certain? It was the King's seal, and the letter is in Robert's own hand. I saved it for you. He said Lord Aaron was taken quickly. Even Meister Pycelle was helpless, but he brought the milk of the poppy, so John did not linger long in pain. That is some small mercy, I suppose, he said. She could see the grief on his face, but even then he thought first of her. Your sister, he said, and John's boy. What word of them? The message said only that they were well and had returned to the Eyrie, Catelyn said. I wish they had gone to River Run instead. The Eyrie is high and lonely, and it was ever her it was huh? and it was ever her husband's place, not hers. Lord John's memory will haunt each stone. I know my sister. She needs the comfort of family and friends around her. Your uncle waits in the vale, does he not? John named him Knight of the Gate, I'd heard. Catelyn nodded. Brin Brynden? Brynden? Hold? Brynden? Why is there a why? I thought it was... I don't know what I thought this word. I don't know what I thought his name was. Okay, I'm going with Brynden. Brynden? Brynden? Brynden. There's a Y. B-R-Y-N-D-E-N. Okay, that, whatever. I'm going to read it the way I see it. Catelyn nodded. Brynden will do what he can for her and for the boy. That is some comfort, but still. Go to her, Ned urged. 
Take the children. Fill her halls with noise and shouts and laughter. That boy of hers needs other children about him, and Eliza should not be alone in her grief. Would that I could, Catelyn said. The letter had other tidings. The king is riding to Winterfell to seek you out. It took Ned a moment to comprehend her words. But when the understanding came, the darkness left his eyes. Robert is coming here? When she nodded, a smile broke across his face. Catelyn wished she could share his joy. But she had heard the talk in the yards. A direwolf dead in the snow, a broken antler in its throat. Dread coiled within her like a snake, but she forced herself to smile at this man she loved, this man who puts no faith in signs. I knew that would please you, she said. We should send word to your brother on the wall. Yes, of course, he agreed. Ben will want to be here. I shall tell Maester Lewin to send his swiftest bird. Scooby-Doo, what do you want? Okay, well, I'm almost done. Ned rose and pulled her to her feet. Damnation, how many years has it been? And he gives us no more notice than this? How many in his party, did the message say? I should think a hundred knights at the least, with all their retainers and half again as many free riders. Circe and the children travel with them. Robert will keep an easy pace for their sakes, he said. It is just as well. That will give us more time to prepare. Scooty, go away. He wants to jump up here. I'm so close to being dumb, bug. Okay. Where was I? Blue, 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 blue. More time to prepare, yes, surely. The queen's brothers are also in the party, she told him. Ned grimaced at that. There was small love between him and the queen's family. Catelyn knew. The Lannisters of Casterly, Lo- Casterly Rock. Scooty, please. The Lannisters. Do not touch the microphone. The Lannisters of Casterly Rock had come late to Robert's cause when victory was all but certain, and he had never forgiven them. Well, if the price for Robert's company is an infestation of Lannisters, so be it. It sounds as though Robert is bringing half his court. Where the king goes, the realm follows, she said. It will be good to see the children. The youngest was still sucking at the Lannister woman's teeth the last time I saw him. He must be, what, five by now? Prince Tommen is seven, she told him. The same age as Bran. Please, Ned, guard your tongue. The Lannister woman is our queen, and her pride is Scooty. Oh my gosh. Her pride is Scooty! You can't just walk under... He's trying to get to my beverage by walking under the microphone. Get out of here! Scooty, please. You need to go. You need to leave. Okay, fine. I will continue. I've adjusted the microphone and it's probably going... I don't know if you can tell. Anyway, where the king goes around follow, she said. It will be good to see... Oh, yeah. Yes, Prince... Okay. <laughs> the Lannister woman is our... I'm sorry. I've totally lost track of where we were. The Lannister woman is our queen and her pride is said to grow with every passing gear. Ned squeezed her hand. There must be a feast, of course, with singers, and Robert will want to hunt. I shall send Jory south with an honor guard to meet him on the King's Road and escort them back. Gods, how are we going to feed them all? On his way already, you said. Damn the man. Damn his royal hide. And that is the end of the chapter. I do feel like I need to explain something if you... 
if it wasn't clear already, I don't know how clear it is. Um, the dire wolf dead in the snow with the broken antler. So the house Stark has the um, dire wolf is like their house sigil, and the house Baratheon, which is the king. Um, his is the stag, so it's like, I guess if you look at it like that. But anyway, um, yeah, that's the end. See you later. See ya later.